Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 52 of the Fitness Insider Podcast. Today's episode centers around a subject that was requested along with a highly requested guest, Debbie Lofstrand, a fitness trainer and health and lifestyle coach based in Dallas, Texas. She couldn't be a better person to talk about fitness as it changes through our lifespans, as she is fitness goals about to turn 50, and her accent is also just so fun to listen to. She has lots of knowledge in fitness, nutrition, and her realistic approach is very reassuring. We can be strong at any age, no matter how our routines change and evolve. In this episode, we talk about how your fitness routine may change over your lifespan, how to embrace your new goals and routine, how to know when it's time to pivot when your routine is too much or too little, her favorite sustainable workouts and tips on how to keep moving, her thoughts on fitness trackers like Apple Watches, Aura Ring, etc., and more. Just a little bit about Debbie before we dive into today's conversation. Debbie was born and raised in South Africa. She was always active in sports growing up, but entered into group fitness classes in her high school years and has never looked back. Debbie got married and had her four children in South Africa before moving to Dallas, Texas after winning the online greed card lottery in 2009. She's been in Dallas for 12 years and loves Texas. Debbie got into personal training in the U.S., and during COVID, she continued her studies to become a nutrition coach. She's also certified through NASM. All in all, Debbie loves helping people live their best lives, and she knows it starts with good habits that cover mind and body. She, be- she believes that delving deeper into what drives us and why we do things will help us to make more consistent and lasting lifestyle changes, especially as we come through these past few years that have been very trying and learn to not be so hard on ourselves. Her motto for 2022 is love harder and be still. I love that. All right, let's jump into our conversation. Hi, Debbie. Thanks so much for joining me on my podcast today. I know this is our very first time meeting, so it's been a bit of a technology delay today, but <laughs> thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Natalie. It's nice to be here with you. Yeah, technology. Um, I'm a little bit slow on that side of things. That's where the young folk uh, have got um, <laughs> lots of streaks ahead of me on that. I, I learn from my kids, don't they? And they're not yet. That's healthy. perfect. <laughs> I feel like we are all learning all oh, different yes. kinds of technology every day. So it's oh, fine. It changes <laughs> so, quickly too. Yeah. Well, how's your week going so far? It's going okay. Um, it's hard to believe we're already in the second week of Jan, but um, yeah, this is kind of my, I call this my winter season is my off season. So I'm kind of start the new year chill in South Africa. It would be summer. So be on a different training level there. But as things start warming up, so does my fitness start warming up because I love to do things outside and I love the heat. So yeah. I take winter as my off season and then I get back into it full swing as the spring and summer starts. I love training in the hundred degree heat in Texas. Oh my gosh. Okay. So where are you from? What is your accent? Okay. I'm from South Africa. I was born and raised oh, in South okay. Africa, but I've been in Texas or Dallas actually since we moved over here um, 12 years now. Oh, very cool. So what brought you to Dallas? Well, we won the Green Card Lottery, which is an online lottery um, <laughs> for culture diversification for um, people into the States. And we chose Dallas because my brother and sister-in-law lived here. So we wanted to be near some family after leaving all our other family in South Africa. So we chose Dallas and we've never been anywhere else. We've just settled here and loved it. As the kids started school, they didn't want to move. So 
we've been very comfortable and happy in, in Texas for sure. That's perfect. Do you go back to South Africa to visit? I've been back once in 12 years for my sister's wedding. Oh, yeah. I know I was supposed to go back in 2019, but you all know what happened then. So um, <laughs> I had to cancel plans and my new plan now is to go back this March for my 50th birthday. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, second time back I know in 12 years. But I'm lucky my family used to come visit often before um, COVID hit, but yeah. yeah. Well, that'll be fun. That sounds like wait. a fun birthday. Yeah. Big milestone <laughs> birthday. <laughs> yes. Um, so I know we've kind of kicked it off with a little introduction, but do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do here in Dallas in the fitness world? I'm a group fitness trainer at Equinox and I'm a group fitness trainer at Neon Private Studio, which is a cycle studio and strength studio. And I just focus on training in the strength studio. I'm also a personal trainer, private capacity. So I work in people's homes uh, virtually or um, at a, a gym that's close by. I'm really flexible with my hours, which is nice. So I just work for myself there. Um, during COVID, I carried on to study and nutrition coaching. So I've added that to my resume and um, really just train mostly ladies from all ages. Um, I just love um, helping people live a better lifestyle. Yeah, that's so cool. And fitness and nutrition go hand in hand. I'm also mm-hmm. really big into nutrition. A lot of this podcast is about nutrition because it's so fascinating to me about just how you, the things that you put into your mouth, into your body can affect so much of yes. your everyday experience. Yes. Super important, <laughs> like, you know, what ingredients you cooking with, you, you know, eating. And um, at the end of the day, it'll definitely perfect your performance. So super important. Absolutely. So I, someone um, actually asked for this topic, which we're going to be talking about today, mm-hmm. which is fitness across our lifespans and how they, how fitness changes and what it looks like. And your name came up several times. So I was like, okay, I need to contact Debbie. So this is great. So let's talk about fitness across our lifespan. So I'm 32 and I'm currently pregnant right now. So I know my fitness has looked completely different from my twenties when I started studio hop. And it was just like, I would be at a different studio five days a week and it would be like go hard every time and just like my fittest self but maybe not my healthiest self I don't know Mm -hmm. I don't know but I felt like I was overdoing it and now I'm in my 30s and my I'm doing more like bar and yoga and trying to incorporate more things that like are better for longevity um and it took me a while to embrace it and I feel like Mm -hmm. it's a problem with a lot of people especially women who feel like if they stop what they're doing, their whole body's going to change and it's going to look horrible <laughs> or they're going to gain all this weight. So, <laughs> so yeah. what can you say about fitness goals and routines and how they change across, you know, your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and so on? Yeah, well, I started training in high school with my sisters. They were older, so they would drive me to like a local little studio and do so aerobics do you remember aerobics days and maybe not because you're younger but Mm -hmm. that happened like in my late teenage years and then carried on my 20s doing group fitness that was the big thing I was too intimidated to actually get into the weight room and actually lift weights once I got over that 
like towards probably the end of my 20s. I had my first baby at 25, my next at 27. So I started pretty young. Um, I, I started to add some strength training and I was still going all out with all my pregnancies because my next two babies were at 31 and 35 going into my early 30s. I was doing step classes and still doing a lot of group fitness and strength training. And I never really slowed down because we didn't really have those options in, when I was 20s and 30s to have bar and stuff like that. So I remember doing a step class on Saturday and having my baby on Sunday. But um, now <laughs> I'm in a totally different mind frame. I would be at the gym for two hours in my 20s and 30s, getting it all in. Um, later on, towards my late 30s and 40s, I was into endurance work because then my kids were at school and I wasn't a full-time mom. I had more time to get into running, marathon training, cycling training, 100 miles. And I did all of that. But now, because I'm more career-orientated, I've had to take fitness up as a career, not just as a little hobby. I've definitely had to change my timing and realize that 45 minutes or an hour is all that I need. My body has not changed from cutting down from those long workouts to um, 45 an hour, five to six days a week. I'm okay with that. I've accepted that. I'm in a totally different mind frame. Um, and I'm also in, I know that there's seasons to my fitness too. Like I said, when we started, this is winter. Okay. I'm in my off season. As things start picking up in spring, summer, I naturally start doing a lot more cardio. So right now I'm focusing on strength training mostly in the gym and maybe one hit class and one or two cardio sessions that aren't very long just to keep me, you know, the part going. And so when I get back into my endurance cardio, I'm not starting from scratch. But that changes and it's amazing how too my nutrition changes as well. My body knows that I'm not needing that much fuel because I'm in my off-season in winter and maybe because I'm older too, I kind of um, listen to my body better. And then as I pick up my cardio, I will naturally start eating more. And and that's what I'm trying to coach my clients to. Like, you've got to listen to your body. It's not, I mean, fine, start off tracking everything you need to track. But once you know how you feel and can gauge that and listen to your body's full cues and... um all the other cues that like you're sleeping, how that's looking, how your skin's mm -hmm. feeling, how your stress is, those cues are so much more important than, you know, just going hard on the gym every day. Yeah. And I like how you say like that you're in a, a season of your fitness and your life, mm -hmm. because I think it's important for people to realize that it, it might look a little different, you know, during a yes. pandemic <laughs> oh, yeah. versus, you know, normal life. And the pandemic, um, I cleaned up my lounge and that became my gym and I got weights. Um, I was lucky that one of the studios I was working for closed and they gave us a set of every single dumbbell we needed, all the bands. So I was totally set up at my home to teach virtual classes yeah. and, and still keep going, although not obviously as hard as I used to in the gym, but um, it kept me sane and it's all I needed for that season to keep my fitness at a level that I could get back into once things opened up again. So how did you decide what your routine should look like on a weekly basis? Like, I feel like it's really hard to know, mm. you know, how to break things up. So like you said, some days are more cardio based, some are more heavy lifting, hit training. Well, almost um, three what, strength days, I have a push day, which is your 
push okay. muscles working those so chest triceps shoulders i have a pull day on another day um so maybe on a monday i do a push wednesday i do a pull which is back and thighs and shoulders again always do abs and then friday would be like a leg day so focusing more on legs and then on my tuesday wednesday i would get a more cardio hit training and then Saturdays, I usually go for a longer cardio session or just something fun. I always feel that for you to get into a good routine with your fitness, it's got to be something you're going to enjoy. Um, yeah. And maybe you start off only doing like, you know, something lighter and a little bit easier to get into that habit. But once you're there, I mean, you build on that, you build on that, and then you just get stronger. You just have to be consistent. One of my favorite words. <laughs> Consistency so compounds, yes. And be patient. I've often, you know, got clients saying, like, when's this going to happen? You know, when I'm going to see changes? But you just got to keep at it because it's the point where you want to give up, where things start changing and you just, you know, start reaping the rewards of all that consistent work. Yeah, and that is a good message for January 11th, mm-hmm. 2022. It's just yeah. like people are so excited about the new year and you know how the gyms get packed in January and then falls off by February. So mm-hmm. yeah, I completely agree. Yes. And it, burn out. it can be even like 15, 20 minute, 30 yeah. minute workouts. Like it can be just, and your workout could be walking. Yes. Something's um, just some nothing. kind of movement. I, that's for me too. Some days I'm like, okay, I'm not motivated at all. So what I need to do, the best thing for me is just to get outside and go for a walk, get some sunshine and that it automatically improves my mood, which, you know, and I don't feel like I've destroyed the day by not doing anything. Um, so I always tell people, just get up and walk. And if you can do it outside, all the, so much better. Get that natural sunlight on your body and um, vitamin D and just, you know, fresh air, yeah. nature. So much better for your stress levels too. Absolutely. When the pandemic started, that was, I mean, I was walking, I think, two, three times a day yeah, <laughs> just for awesome. my sanity. Mm-hmm. You and know, I tell it's just my like such a great clients, way to reset. Yeah. My nutrition clients too, or anybody really, if you're on a conference call, especially now there's a lot more conference calling going, make sure you're not sitting, make sure you're walking because you can walk and talk and go maybe outside and get those steps in outside. Because mm-hmm. I think during this pandemic, we've sat a lot. So we need to go out and get moving a lot more because those extra steps each day add up to a lot every month, um, which could yeah. be that change between what you want to see on the scale and what's not happening on the scale. Right. And I think that's so true for anything, just any of these healthy habits that we're trying to create that will last just like, even if you had something that you think is bad, like French fries, yes, doesn't mean you ruin the whole day. Just you know, have make up for it later and <laughs> drink extra water or have yes. a salad or have something green. It's just like tiny little, little changes will add up. And it's not like, you know, you have to go, go all in every single day. Yeah, for sure. I totally so. agree with that. Like just adding one extra glass of water a day can add up to making a awesome habit of drinking more water. And we're going to need yeah. that as we go into the summer. Um, but yeah, I so, split up my workouts, push, pull, legs, cardio, but I've also this year decided to take up more meditation. It's been on my agenda to do that for the last couple of years. And one of my big goals this year is to be still. And that I think for people now with 
huge stress levels to find some time for meditation or yoga. So that's what I'm incorporating. I do it at night because my morning starts super early with classes. Um, and even I've started off with five minutes. By the end of the year, I want to be doing to 10, 20, but I'm starting small because I want to just get into that habit and not say, oh, I'm too tired for 20 minutes. Start small and build on a minute every month or whatever, whatever you can fit in. Um, I really think everyone should be doing some type of stillness work, whether it's your mm-hmm. yoga or breathing techniques or some type of meditation to help bring you to your conscious level (laughs) yeah I think we all need that (laughs) especially right now so for the people that are in a good workout routine or exercise routine or they're maybe they're just satisfied with what they're doing how how do you think we can know like what's a sign that we need to like to pivot and maybe it's time to add more strength training in or maybe it's time to take more rest days Um, okay well when it's no longer a challenge when your workouts are becoming boring you're not finding them exciting you're not finding them challenging then i would say um start doing something different um maybe start doing some more um, speed work with your running instead of just a regular tempo walk you know add an app on your phone or whatever that gets you into running some drills and then a little tempo work walk at the end um using a tracker um maybe that can also help motivate you to see that you're hitting those goals um but yeah keeping it fun and if it's no longer fun find something new maybe find a new class find a new time slot Mm -hmm. make some new friends that are going to take you to a new class and go in there and yeah if you're feeling tired listen to your body always listen to your body and if that's and if you know you didn't sleep well the night before maybe do something lighter the next day if you know you didn't dehydrate properly do something lighter the next day too until you know your body feels back to its normal energy levels and if that lasts for too long then definitely go get checked out because you know it might be something you're lacking in your diet nutrition you might need some b12 um you might need some hydration there's lots of different techniques now to get all of that through drips and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And then on the flip side, if if you're constantly yeah feeling run down or mm. tired from like hardcore workouts all the time, <laughs> like maybe in your I used your to feel like that. Forties, <laughs> yes, thirties or forties. I know, I do. That was it. My husband. My husband used to be like, you just got back from a spin class at 7 p.m. and you're going to a 6 a.m. like hit class in the morning. Like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. I was like, I just like to, I enjoyed it. But I yeah. realized like for my body, that was too much. Yes. Good. Well, luckily you realize that because a lot of people don't. Um, it took me a while. Especially <laughs> if they love cardio. I mean, I see a lot of people just cardio, cardio, cardio. And I really think that... We need that strength training, especially ladies as we get older. You know, we need that muscle, stronger mm-hmm. bones. Um, yeah, and we, if we've got all that lean muscle, then we can better, you know, keep our fire metabolisms burning and and working for us, not against us. Um, that's why I'm so yeah. into my strength training now. I just, I just love it. I change it up, um, and it keeps it exciting. <laughs> Is anybody else in like a total smoothie rut? Like I'm talking same smoothie day after day. Well, 
I got you. Blender bombs is my absolute favorite solution to that problem. Not only does it make smoothies taste so much better, but it also adds a just so many nutrients and superfoods that I wouldn't take the time to add to my smoothie in the first place. So blender bombs are a nutrient-dense superfood ball that you can just throw into your blender with your favorite smoothie ingredients. I also include my favorite protein powder in there, but these blender bombs are packed with chia seeds, walnuts, pecans, hemp seeds, dates, honey, and just so much more full of omegas and convenience, most importantly. The blender bombs come in all sorts of delicious flavors, but my favorite is the peanut butter chocolate and the chocolate mint. So I throw those in there with my frozen banana, my spinach, my vanilla protein powder, some frozen fruit like strawberries and mangoes, and it's delicious and it makes the smoothie last for hours and hours longer than it used to. So if you want to try out Blender Bombs, head to blenderbombs.com and use my code FITNESSINSIDER to get you 20% off your next order. Yeah. So have you ever had moments where you're like just like shifting to a different routine or like just a different time of your life or even just right now time of the year? Do you ever have moments where you're like, oh, I should be doing more or I should, no, you know, I, I, I feel like people be. question. <laughs> and I used to feel guilty about that. But right now I don't. I had this big goal when I was in my late 40s, mid 40s to do an Ironman on my 50th birthday, right, this year. And they all sold out this year because of everything being, you know, so shut down for the last two years. But I'm now like, you know what, if I don't have the time with my busy calendar and work clients, I'm not going to be able to do it. And if I set myself a goal, I want to make sure that I can have the time to to commit to it. So I'm not even stressing out about it anymore. I'm just saying, well, you know what, it'll happen in my 50s if I find the time. But right now I'm working on balancing my life so that I can get back there. But I'm not beating myself mm-hmm. up about not being able to get on my bike for three hours a day because honestly, I do not have the time for that anymore. And I, I don't really want to do that anymore. It's totally changed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's totally changed. Um, my body still looks the same way as it did if I did three hours or one hour. You know, so yeah. And I know and everybody tired. has their different. That's good. That's very important. I know people have different reasons for exercising, right? It's like for how you look, it's how you mm-hmm. feel. Yes. Um, and it's, I think it's a combination of the two for everybody. Like yes. as much as we want to say it's not about how you look, it has, <laughs> I think it definitely has something to do yes. with how we look. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> um, but I know I think a lot of mostly, mostly women, I think, but probably some men too have their moments of like feeling like they're not doing enough and they need to be, and, and they probably, a lot of people do need to move more and sit Mm. less and eat healthier and all those things, but that's not the beating yourself up isn't healthy at all and isn't going to help anybody. So, Mm. um, I think it's important to just embrace where you are. And I think the pandemic really helped, especially me, like realize, oh, I can do something at home. I can go for a walk around the neighborhood or I can do if I have 15 minutes and just do a quick like lift some weights for 15 minutes stretch that that is Mm -hmm. my movement for the day where I used to think it had to be inside a studio clipped into a spin bike for 45 minutes. And that's Mm -hmm. 
yeah. that's where I think COVID was great because we had a whole mind shift there that we could do 20 minutes and still be okay with it. And like I, I tell myself, if I've only got 20 minutes, it's better than nothing. And it's a total mind changer just getting in the gym mm-hmm. for 20 minutes. Like when I was pregnant, by one of my pregnancies, I think it was my third third girl, I was exhausted. But I knew if I didn't get to the gym and just have that time there and stretch, I couldn't do everything I wanted to do initially in my first trimester because I was not feeling that great. But that headspace of just being on a mat and just having my body inside a gym and stretching, maybe lifting some light weights, was all I needed to kind of stay in that good habit of going to the gym, getting that mental gain yes. from the gym and keeping my body, you know, feeling good because I felt good. And I think that's like half the battle too, when, especially because I'm going in, I'm pregnant right now too. So like mm-hmm. thinking about just having that routine, like you said, mm-hmm. it's so much easier to get back to the routine when yes. it hasn't been like nine months of being yes. off. <laughs> I tell all my so just, stay in it as long as you can. Even if it is just a stretch yoga meditation space for you, you are super important because you have to stay healthy for your baby. And, um, you know, I just can't stress how much, how important that is. And me. now that I look back on like really intense hit classes where there were women in there that I've seen that are like really pregnant, like about to pop and like killing these workouts. And I'm like, how did they do that? <laughs> I can barely like touch my toes right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you see it as much now. I think it was more my era. I don't think you see it as much now because there's so much more to offer now. There's so much more yoga, yeah. Pilates, like Legree, whatever, all that kind of awesome workouts that give you great tone without giving you all that, you know, heart rate. Spikes. Jumping up and down. Yes. Um, is this your first baby? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you yeah. learn all about new stuff, yes. body changing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. It's like a lot of modifications and it's mm-hmm. really nice that a lot of like the bar studios, um, I've been going to bar method. They like are so great with providing modifications mm-hmm. um, for pregnancy. I didn't realize how many there would have, like you can't lay flat on your yeah. back or you're not mm-hmm. supposed to lay flat on your back and like abs ab work obviously looks different too but it's all about like just staying in it and also trying to avoid as much as i can the the like ab separation yes um so we'll see (laughs) (laughs) it's a learning curve the the first baby for sure but you know what you're staying in it it's gonna be so much better for your recovery afterwards for your body and your mind yeah Mm-hmm. And just preparing for birth too. I hope it'll oh, help yeah. with that. For so. sure. For sure. Um, so what are your favorite I know you've mentioned some of the workouts that you've been doing, but what are your favorite sustainable workouts for, for yourself, but for anybody, the ones that are good for longevity and help with like just everyday movements as we age? I like my hit training. When I train with clients, I usually give them a series of like strength moves and then I always finish with a cardio uh, cardio and a core exercise to just kind of finish off that block and then I do that four times. Um, with my workouts, if I'm not doing in cardio, then I just keep it like to my strength moves and a core exercise just as my active recovery. I get back in it because I like to keep keep things going. So for my recovery, it's that ab exercise. Um 
yeah, and once the weather warms up, I'm an outdoor cycler. I'm not really a spin cyclist. Mm-hmm. If I have to, I would do it on an inside or bike, but I just love being on the road. So as soon as it warms where up, do you, I'm out there. Where do you go when, in Dallas when you're cycling? Um, I just cycle on the roads and we head down to White Rock Lake or I head up to McKinney, um, Craig Ranch, Salina, out into beautiful nice. open fields out that way. It's it's really pretty. Yeah, it is so pretty out there. Yeah, but yeah, hit workouts. So if you had a studio, there's lots of different workouts you can you know target if you're targeting legs or like abs and you know glutes, whatever your goal is. It's best and best to kind of go with the classes that are going to challenge you and the instructor that you love because that'll make it easier to put on your schedule if you love your fitness classes. So true. So speaking of goals, do you use or do you recommend any fitness trackers like Apple Watch or Aura yeah. Ring? Or oh, I've always used my Apple Watch. I just put it on and I just, it's just more to keep me on time. So I know how long I've been working out and check my heart rate. When I get back on my bike or running, I use Strava just to check my distance too. Um, and then I just log, if I'm training for something, I like to log my miles and and I just keep it just a journal for that or keep it on your notes section of your phone. But I haven't used anything to, to track my sleep because I'm a little bit nervous of being a little bit fanatical about what it says and then thinking, <laughs> oh, well, I should be tired because it told me I didn't sleep, you know, that kind of mindset. So I listen to my body. If I need to take a nap after a long day and an early morning start, then I'll take a late morning nap. And even if it's 10 minutes, I find that works for me. So, yeah, I just use my Apple Watch and I love it. Yeah, that's what I use too. I I know like there are some people in the fitness industry that kind of poo-poo the use of any fitness trackers. Mm. And like it got to a point where I like I would be in a class and I would like set my watch to the workout before I walked in so that no one would judge me. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, I just don't want people to see. But everybody uses them or a lot of yeah. people do. And it, it's the same thing. Like, I want to monitor my heart rate. and it's, Yeah, especially it, being pregnant. It yeah. used to be, yeah. But before it used to be a lot about calories burned. Mm-hmm. And I think that was why there was like a kind of negative connotation of, of using them. It's like, because yeah. it's not all about the calories burned. Um, but yeah, I haven't done any sleep tracking either because I'm also like the I know a lot of friends have the like whoop bands Mm -hmm. and they have all this data but I'm just like I think I would be too crazy with that many like numbers and (laughs) me too I am just look at my Apple watch I don't really look at the calories too much but I do like to close my fitness circles and I mean if that's what you need to challenge yourself then then do that with a friend you know you can share your fitness rings and your challenges with your friends and motivate them especially people who are starting out new this year with fitness um yeah even as for all your steps i think the step goal is super important keep you moving um yeah yeah and the like the notifications to stand up although haven't you noticed sometimes you're like having a rest day and your watch is just (laughs) such a bully it's like get up you're usually like hours ahead right now i'm like (laughs) i'm trying to rest <laughs> i know i yes it bothers me too and it says your fitness girls uh, rings are not looking too good right now and i'm like well hang on i'm gonna go to the gym later um and then stand up when i've been standing for clients like for five hours i'm like that's a little bit yeah weird. yeah yeah or for example on saturday i was like 
in full on nesting mode and I was just purging closets and organizing things and throwing things away and going to the container store. <laughs> and I was so tired, but I was like, I have, my watch says that I've done nothing. I, know. <laughs> I need yeah. to like go outside and walk. But uh, so you can't always like completely rely on them, but I think no. they're good. No, Yeah. They don't measure your productivity around the house. <laughs> <laughs> they need to be doing yeah. that. I do like it though. I it wish me to, um, to take a minute to breathe. Does yours tell you that too? Yeah. Like in the morning and the evening. And I'm like, okay, that's perfect. Cause it's extra time I need to take that minute to, it says a, a meditate minute or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as I said, like this year, I'm trying to be still more. So it's helping me to focus. Is on it me. only in the morning and evening for you? Cause mm-hmm. I didn't even realize this, but sometimes it'll say, take a moment to breathe. Yeah. And it's actually based on your like heart rate at the moment I thought it was just like oh these little reminders but it's like no it's actually because I need to breathe <laughs> like, Mine, I need the, to stop and I take a deep breath that breathe one off but this one comes like like a blue flower that says time to be mindful oh, the mindfulness one yes. yeah and it's usually in the morning and it's usually in the evening so those are the times yeah I mean I would love to have the time to do meditation in the morning too but I've just got to get there that habit i'm building it up in the evening for now and then i'll get to the morning and i'm working on balancing out my work schedule so i know i will get there this year so i'm excited about that. are you teaching mostly in the mornings yes and clients that's when they like their morning slots before work yeah. um evenings i'm trying to keep a little bit shorter so i have only a long evening on tuesdays and thursdays try to keep my monday tuesday yeah, so- friday quieter gotcha so, yeah, when you have the morning training, it's kind of hard to have your full yeah. routine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just about whenever you can fit it in. Yes, that's true. So any other advice on how fitness evolves across our lifespans and how we can embrace it and not judge it? Um, well, I think as you look at the different seasons in your life, appreciate them, enjoy them. Like with uh, you having a young baby in the house, you know, you're going to have to work around that baby. But, you know, and that's the most important focus for you right now. So so fitness might be, you know, a little bit on the sideline until your baby grows up or you can, you know, babies at school, do a little bit of daycare and you have more time to, to yourself. Um, but never beat yourself up about, you know, what you can't fit in. And just if you really need to work on losing a little bit of weight, set yourself a goal. Um, like, like run a 5K, start there, run a half marathon. Because those I found in my 40s, in my mid early 40s when I was doing that, it definitely kept me on track to go out when I didn't want to go out and run and to do the things and push me harder when I didn't want to do that. So I didn't have any of those last year with COVID and I've kind of got out of that. Um, and I know it's super important. If you want to hit something like that goal, you've got to set a, you've got to have a plan and make sure that you have a deadline for that goal to get there. Yes. I love that. Just committing to something Mm -hmm. down the line that you can plan for that kind of pushes you and find a buddy to do it with. Yeah. (laughs) Makes it even better. Awesome. Um, I recruited some of my clients when I did the Spartan Ultra 
the no, it was the Spartan Beast. I want to do this obstacle race, and oh I'm like, gosh. okay, come clients, let's get you trained up. And we trained together, and it was <laughs> so much fun. Um, wow. We just got together. I mean, we'd take like buckets and stones to the gym to train with them and walk on treadmills, and there's no ways I'd want to do that by myself. But knowing that I was meeting my girlfriends there to do it was was awesome. Um, and then, yeah, training for a marathon. There's no ways I want to go run when it's raining or run when it's cold or go ride on my bike training for 100 mile when it's like dark because I could only fit it in the morning. But you do it because you know you that's the only way you're going to get to that start line. Trained yeah. in the right mindset. So what is the Spartan beast? What does that entail? <laughs> oh, that's a half marathon with about, was it like 20 obstacles in between? So you're running, oh it's a trail running. And then every now and again, you'd have an obstacle to get over or like monkey bars or um, climb ropes, uh, climb walls, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go under walls so with fun. mud and it's, yeah, obstacle course. So it was, it was challenging, um, but it was, it was lots of fun, lots and lots of fun. Did you do this recently? It was probably four years ago, yeah. Okay, so... Everybody that's listening. All COVID. <laughs> in your 40s, you can do this. Oh, yeah. In my your 50s, 40s you can do I this. All out. Like my 50s now, I've got the, well, I thought I had the time. But now with my career, is like really peaking. I'm really busy. So I don't have the time, but I'm going to make the time. As, as summer gets here, I want to go back into my 100-mile bike race that I used to do every year. So that's the end of August called the Harder Than Hell. I'll be training for that again. So I've got to put on the miles in the heat. Um, and we're just going to have to just kind of change, change gears. You've got to make some adjustments if you really want something. Yeah. And I, I ran a a half marathon with my mom about, I don't know, seven or eight years ago. And she was, she did so well. She was like not far behind me and we trained together and she ran like, I don't know, one of the she placed in her in her age group for the half marathon i was so proud of her i was like you know like if you set your mind to it and you train for it and you properly um like refuel or fuel yourself correctly and like work on the the stretching and all that the recovery that was the word i was looking for that is then you can do it just know your body and know your limits so and you don't have to be the fastest person out there to no. do it. <laughs> yeah, I ran with a uh, half marathon with my daughter too. So um, oh, it was great because cool. we, you know, it was a challenge for her and she worked hard to get there. And it's rewarding to to have each other cross, you know, cross the line with somebody and know that they put in the work. Yeah, that's so fun. Yeah. Well, Debbie, thank you so much. This was great. Um, I appreciate your time and your wisdom. So, um yeah, I will send you the link too so we can kind of get this out there and help encourage everybody across any age yes. to get out there and move some more. I'm going all the way into my 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, good luck with your baby. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode with Debbie. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed having the conversation with her. She is truly inspiring and just so much research and knowledge and wisdom on how our fitness routines really do change and evolve over the years. And it's something that we can all embrace and just keep moving. So if you are interested in following Debbie, please 
check the show notes so you can see where she is on Instagram and Facebook. As always, be sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already so you'll see new episodes of The Fitness Insider come in every other Wednesday. We have lots of exciting topics and guests ahead on the radar. If there's a topic or someone you want to listen to here on The Fitness Insider, please reach out and I will try my best to make it happen. You can send me a DM on Instagram, The Fitness Insider Podcast. That is the best place to catch me. And if you have like 60 seconds and you're not on Apple Podcasts already, please head on over there and leave a five-star rating and a quick little review. It helps get more eyes on the podcast which keeps me going. (laughs) And so I really appreciate each one of you for listening and I hope you have a great day.